When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Sad news for a lot of us fans that Martin Guptill's, uh, from the way I understand it, he requested the release, but we'll, we'll get that definitively, um, whether it was mutual, um, and just as I was speaking to Smithy about, we've seen it with Colin DeGronholm, Trent Bolt, uh, Jimmy Neesham, now Martin Guptill. Is this the new face of what cricket is like uh, for us? It's um, it, it's it's a changing face. And are we going to see more of it? Or is it just that we've found all these guys about the same stage in their career? And that's just the reality of, of world cricket at the moment. So... We've got Brian on the line now. Uh, Brian Stronach, as I mentioned, the New Zealand Cricket High Performance Manager joins us. G'day, Brian. Thanks for having a chat. No problem. How you doing? Good, mate. Um, the Martin Gupta one, obviously, is is the big news today, and it's been met with uh, quite a bit of sadness and a um, little bit of surprise, I think, from the cricket fans out there. Can you tell us? Um, in fact, I was just talking to Smithy just, just before, and he sort of put it quite well. How did it come to this? It seems to have been quite a rapid thing, that he was opening for New Zealand, then he went to the World Cup, didn't play, and then he's come back here and he's not involved, and now he's released. Has that been... Has that been a long time coming, or has it happened quite quickly? Oh, I, I think it's happened reasonably quickly. I mean, it, Martin's played for us for a long, long time, and he's uh, kind of been our guy at the top of the water in those two white ball formats. But um, Finn's had his opportunities, and and yep, Martin didn't. He was in the squad, but didn't play over at the T20 World Cup, and then hasn't found himself in the 13 for this uh, ODI series. So it was post-finding that out through selection that he approached us seeking a, a release of his contract. And it's one of those things for us. I think he's just been so amazing and so good for us over many years that we didn't want to stand in the way of that. And it's a, it's a bit of a win-win for us when he, he's still all available to be selected, but um, but he gets to go off and do some of these opportunities as well. It, it sort of comes as a bit of a, of a surprise, I think, to the cricket fans that, <clears throat> um, A, he wasn't used in in the T20 World Cup because I'm pretty sure in saying he's our leading T20 batsman. He's our third highest ever ODI. He's got a wealth of experience. He's brilliant in the field. Um, that he wasn't tried or, or got to play in the T20 World Cup and then not into this Indian series, which is a, I don't want to downplay it, it's calling it a bit of a nothing series, but it's not a World Cup. It's It was straight after the World Cup. Um, was there any consideration to, to just giving him another go? Oh, there's always consideration, especially when um, he's been as good as he has for us. So he's definitely in our consideration and chats around um, how we went around the selection process. And I think he has been in our thoughts. He would always be in our thoughts around those sorts of things just because of the player he's been. But yeah, the, the selectors wanted to give um, some others the nod this time around, and that, and that led Martin to, to come to us around this decision. Um, the, it's obviously, well, it looks from the outside in, it's been a bit of a 
bit of a match play between Finn Allen and Martin Gupta when Finn Allen's got the nod. Now, he, he, he looks like a bright prospect, but I was just looking at his stats earlier, Brian, as the high-performance guy. Since his century against Scotland, he's had 15 innings, averaging 17, 260 runs. He hasn't had a 50 for nine innings, and since his 50, those nine innings, he's averaged 15.7. Not high performance yet. I think we can all see the the potential of the young man, but, geez, there's a lot of pressure on him now. Yeah, well, I, I think that's part of it. Is For us, it's around how do we take that pressure off him and back him to do the job that everyone thinks he can do and with the talent that we think he's got. And that's always a juggling act around how you do that. It's never a simple process. And, and as you just said there, stats are part of that, but there's obviously a lot more to it than that as well. And it's, it's that juggling act around how do we just get the most out of the talent that we've got here. That, that comes down to every player and how we put that into the jigsaw puzzle of selection. And, and Martin and Finn are definitely part of that discussion and, and how we go about that. But, was, was there a thought of leaving Martin in the fold to maybe mentor and hand the reins to Finn Allen? Because, again, for, uh, just as a cricket fan, um, Martin Gupta and Finn Allen opening together, I think that could have been invaluable, or am I missing something? Uh, no, I, I think the selectors are going at the moment are in the T20 pool. They want, they want Devon and Finn there, but that's, that's something you'd have to talk to the selectors more about. I can say that Martin has played an amazing role within this team around how he's contributed mm. on and off the field. Mm. Like he's been, he was phenomenal through the World Cup around <clears throat> the support he gave to Finn and everybody else whether it be in the field or in training or running drinks out to the middle and his advice through his experience and things like that. So he, is, he was definitely still a massively valuable um, member of that squad, even though he wasn't playing as a, as a frontline player. Yeah, I'm pleased you brought that up because he's a very selfless man. He's made amazing sacrifices over his whole career for, for New Zealand. And, um, and I just know that in a, in a team environment, he'd be so valuable, even if he's not playing. But now he's not playing. Well, he's not contracted. And, and I know the door won't be closed on him for the next ODI World Cup, which is great. But it's, the changing face of cricket, Brian, is we've seen Trent Bolt opt out, Jimmy Neesham, Colin de Gronholm, now Martin Guptill, before them, Mitch McLennan. Colin Munro, is this going to become I hate to say it, the new normal? <laughs> um, I don't know I mean it's a ch- it's definitely a changing face of cricket isn't it and I think it's pretty natural when you've got some really good players who I don't want to say they are at the end of their careers but they're, they're towards the back end of their careers and, and there's just a lot more options for them out there than there ever was before so when you, you put those two things together, I think it's a natural um, evolution of what we're going through. Mm. But the key for us, I think, is to find those avenues and those ways through it where we almost try and create a win-win. Like, like in these cases, it's, it's only actually one player, and Colin, who's retired from international cricket. And yes, they won't play for us as much. And yes, we need to support and develop our contracted players as much as we can. But this gives the opportunity that we can use these players when it fits for them and when it fits for us and we haven't lost them completely. So I, I think it's a natural evolution, but I do feel like we've been pretty pragmatic around our, our ways forward around doing this where we can try and create the biggest win-win as we can. 
Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I see the challenges in front of you because um, I'm, I'm imagining that if some sort of consortium or something said, look, we like the look of this Finn Allen guy who's early 20s and just chuck money at him, um, we're seeing it, and you'll be right across this, some very young rugby players are now going offshore um, to Japan. The dollar's stronger, the lifestyle's better. Um And in cricket, it used to be country first, and then if you could go and play in one of these leagues, you would. Now, and you guys at New Zealand Cricket are sort of being forced into, if a player comes to you and say, hey, I want to go and play the Caribbean and the Pakistan or the Sri Lanka and the IPL and the Big Bash, I still want to play for you, though, if if you'll have me. You're sort of forced into uh, going the way the player wants. Um. No, not completely. Uh, I mean, there's definitely those pressures. We can't hide behind that. And I'm, I'm not saying there's not. And the dollar is always a big attraction to anybody. It kind of makes the world go around, doesn't mm, it? But, mm. and, but we can't compete with that, and we don't try to. Where we try and compete is, is one, around our environment and our support, because we feel we still look at um, the T20 franchise stuff, and most players have to be performing still pretty well on the international stage to pick up the big bucks and things in the, in the T20 franchise cricket. But also just there is still a massive love for playing for your country, mm. and, and that's a draw of the T20 franchise cricket cannot compete with and it's it's still there and it will be there and then the environment we put around these guys in terms of loving the team and the the medical environment and all sorts of things play a massive toll Mm. on what these guys decisions are I've just had a, I'll finish it off Brian I've, I've had a text message and it's quite strongly worded I'll take the emotion out of it but we've had quite a few in the past few days which I'll, I'll paraphrase a bit about um, Martin Guptill that one of the greatest bat, white ball batsmen New Zealand's produced uh, one of the greatest servants and sacrifices for for the team and for the country could he not have had a send off game Um I know we've had the end of the series now, and I know it's probably not your call, but wouldn't it have been nice for him to stride out onto Eden Park or somewhere, just like Ross Taylor did, his family there, his supporters there, a packed house there, Martin Guptill hits a six onto the roof, what a way to finish. Um, Is there room for sentiment still in top-level sport? Because I feel like there is. Yeah, I I think there's room for it, but I don't think it can dominate. I, I think... I mean, at the end of the day, our main priority is around the team. And yes, I think we're, you, can, you can add sentiment around the team where it fits and, and so forth. But for Martin, he's not retiring. Mm. And I think that's the big, the big piece here to go. It's not a Ross Taylor situation where he's, he's going on retiring from international cricket. He still wants to um, play for the Black Caps and play in that ODI World Cup and so forth. So... Sitting back and giving a, a swan song or something like that, I, I don't think lines up here because that's that's not the end of his career. If we gave him another game or mm. something like that, so the big key for us is he still wants to be at that one day World Cup. He still wants to play for us, and he's still motivated to um, to play for New Zealand. And I think that's a key bit around this this decision that we've made from both parties to release him because because that motivation is still hugely there for him. Yeah, that's the last point I wanted to say. You know him as well as anyone in the performance uh, arena. Um, he's a competitive man. He will not be disappointed. He will be motivated, right? Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's not your question, but I want to point this out. It's, and you said it before, Martin's character's great. 
he is such a competitor and, and a fighter, and he wants to he wants to play competitive cricket. He loves playing for his country. This is just the circumstances of where we are, and that's why we will work so hard to create this win-win. And, and he will fight. He will do everything he can to try and um, get back into this team. And and we congratulate him on on that. And and for us, if he does, it's a great thing. Yeah, he'll make it. I reckon he'll make it. He'll force his way back. Would love it. Would love it. Go out there and dominate and force his way back in and deserve the spot. That's that's only a, a win for everyone. Yeah, cool. Hey, Brian, thanks for uh, jumping on at short notice. Really appreciate it. No problem. There he is, Brian Stronach. Um, good to hear that side of it. New Zealand Cricket High Performance Manager there. Um, the, the point at the very end that he made there, um, he hasn't retired. He's requested the release and they've granted it. <sighs> The sentiment thing, uh, the text messages that came in, we've had a few about him. He deserves a send-off. So I've sort of changed my tune a little bit because the Ross Taylor one doesn't line up because Ross said, I'm retiring from all international cricket and got it. Um, I wouldn't mind betting we'll see Martin Guptill back in the Black Caps strip. Do remember, Black Caps have some games scheduled when the IPL is on and we'll have a few New Zealand players involved in the IPL. Could force his way back in there. If he goes gangbusters, they have to pick him in the ODI World Cup. Anyway, your reaction to that chat with Brian Schreiner. I'd love to hear your take on the Martin Guptill thing. 0800 We'll start Midday Madness. Give us your calls. Give us your thoughts straight after the break. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.